of the breakdown of our show. Like I said before, it's Geekster. And welcome to episode 129, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the last part of this show. Hi, the hell? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So here in part three, we bring you the somewhat up-to-date news. <laughs> sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. You know, it brings us the articles that he's interested in. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I have to be the one going, you know, this happened this week where it's a lot bigger then this, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to Facebook this week. Really? Okay. Actually, it was, but I just didn't really find that article interesting. Like, but everyone's talking about it. I, to this week was not the case. Yes. This week, Ed uh, brought us a little story about the FCC and net neutrality, mm-hmm. which probably people outside of, a, of the United States don't give a shit about because right. they probably already have net neutrality. Uh, good question. I don't know. Yeah, well, Honestly, I wouldn't, yeah. you know, you have to let us know, folks. Yeah. Um, but we talk about that, you know, what it could mean for the future of arts and entertainment and the internet. I foresee a Skynet. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Log in if you want to live. <laughs> 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 and then we um, talk some casting news, mm-hmm. and we talk uh, plane crash, crash, yeah, which is from one of the greatest pilots in all of space history. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, the guy can do the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs, but can't seem to land a World War II plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're not really. You guys can figure it out if not. We'll tell you in about, about forty-five minutes. You know, you hear it when you hear the article. <laughs> Um, you know what? There was an article that I'm surprised you didn't bring. Um, Supergirl. You know, I, you know, it's it's always tough with those visuals. I didn't want, yeah, because yeah, sometimes I bring those <laughs> visuals and it's like, yeah, you brought a visual to radio, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it, I think the visual worked well with the whole. Let's talk about Aquaman. Yeah, let's talk about Aquaman. <laughs> let's talk about him being Namer. <laughs> talk about all the good things, but who am I kidding? There are none. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> right now, somebody DC is going. Oh, I'll get those geeksters. Sean, you're on my shit list. <laughs> um, but I mean, okay. Well, did you obviously you saw the? Oh costume. yeah, I posted it on, on our Facebook page. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, so oh. Go to Geeksters Radio and find it there. Oh, and, look uh, at you! I um, like it while you're there. Anyway. Um, you know, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I think it was more of the classic style, modern version of the classic style Supergirl outfit. Yeah, it, it, it kind of was like a little bit of a Man of steel in color tones yes. and the color palette. But the one thing I, I, I thought was smart mm-hmm. was they gave her a skirt. Yeah. But they also gave her stockings. Yes. So it was like, like we're not overly sexualizing her by putting her in a skirt. And so we're not sexualizing. You know, we're not, we're not you know, but yet. In the meantime, she has the classic skirt on. Right. You know? I, I did hear one comment about it. Like, it's a little bit of negative, yeah, not negative comment. Who cares? But say. The fact that the the where the S was, there wasn't yellow. Like in, in the to bring to pop out the the S. Yeah, but the yellow is yeah. But again, to go more Man of Steel, there's no really there's not much 
yellow, yellow one, one and, and that one either. Yeah. It's dull tones. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, who knows? Like, this is, you know, the first costume, I'm sure, that as the season, if, if the show's a hit, I mean, let's face it, it's, I'm already going to say it's already on shaky limbs because it's going on one of the big four networks. Right. They don't know how to do superhero shit. Right. You know, everything they try. Look, look at Heroes. Look how bad Heroes failed. It was good for a little bit, but then all of a sudden it tanked. Mm. Constantine has had problems. Yeah, but that's all NBC. This is CBS. Yeah, but I don't think CBS is. They got NCIS and CSI. <laughs> 20, 20 shows of those. Yeah, are they going to be able to pull off a what could be par- predominantly be a young teenage girl audience? Well, the, the thing is, is just, it's writers. It's what it comes down to. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I I don't doubt CBS's production value at all in terms of like you know seeing her flying or her yeah. super abilities like like that. I, I the technology the right. technology is there. The problem is how much money they're willing to dump into those episodes to see her fly. Right. Like I mean, look at uh, Flash. Flash, I think high production value. Yeah. Yeah, with this, those streaks and stuff like that. But if you look at Smallville. There were moments where the the, the special effects were kind of they couldn't afford some of the special effects. Yeah, like those shows had to be special effects heavy. So she's gonna be yeah, super but I think, grown. I think the CW learned a lot from from Smallville in terms of Flash and Arrow. What to do? Sure, but now the CBS gonna learn from CW and kind of try to improve upon it. I mean, what if they're paying a million dollars an episode and they're not getting the viewership? You know, you're gonna find them kind of. I, I don't know. In my head, I'm. I'm you're gonna see like an old serials type of thing where it's, <laughs> where it's, it's, it's gonna be like the footage of like of the first couple episodes of her flying around and her just jumping down like off of a she, off of a, a, a soapbox. She jumps, you know. she jumps out of a cardboard window. <laughs> and yeah. You just see her, you know, you just see her flying, and you can actually see the board where yeah. her stomach's at. Like, why is she so flat chested and flat stomach? She's laying on a table <laughs> with a big fan in front of her face. <laughs> <laughs> or two little kids with you know fishing rod, fishing lines on the edge of her skirt, cape, flapping, it, flapping around. Yeah, <laughs> you see I, hands with the fishing yeah. wire on the edge of the camera. Or they'll put all the money in the first couple of shots, like you know, because she's on green screen. Yeah. Then they just put her on any background at that point. Yeah, you know, so you'll see the same. Like, Didn't she, doesn't she? She seems to fly that way all the time. <laughs> Do you ever notice it's always from left to right, never from right to left? And every once in a while, they always they always end her flying over a city and winking to the audience. <laughs> like, didn't they do that? Her like the first episode when she flew in the outer space, you know? Like, did the Christopher Reeve nod, wink, and then they change the episode every time. I think it's the same footage. <laughs> That's it. It's like she flies off the space and then she lands in like Metropolis, yeah. and you're like, wait, she was just in space. Like, how did she get to Metropolis? <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, she leans to the right, but the pa- the camera pans to the left. You know, all the scenery shifts over, like, all that, that bad Foley stuff. <laughs> also, what do you think of it? I the thought concert. it looked fine. I'm like, I, I've, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't expecting, like, half shirt and miniskirt. Right. I, I wasn't, and I wasn't looking for that either. I mean, I was looking for, like, somewhat of a of a good classic interpretation. Right. But I also wasn't expecting like the big bright blue, yellow and red because they're gonna to want to associate it in the same somewhat universe as the D C universe, which is all muted, dull, nothing, you know, no humor. Right. No laughs, no having fun being supergirl. It's 
probably going to be teenage girl angst. You know, yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm trying, you know, they're going to try to make it into a, you know, a felicity of superheroes. That's my fear is that she's going to have that trouble. Like I can't maintain a serious relationship because I'm always running off. I mean, I did hear that they're going to be, they're looking for a Superman, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't, why don't you get fucking, what's his face? You know, Tom Welding. Tom Welling, no. That would be nice. Yeah. I was thinking about, what's his face? The guy well, he's going to be on a, in a CW episode, by the way. I just saw that today. Tom Welling? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Is it a flash or, or an arrow? I or? think it's going to be an arrow. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I'm good with that. I was also going to mention, too, that they hired Dean Cain and Helen Slater to be in Supergirl. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Again, oh, like that's something that CW would do. Yeah. So maybe that they're they did learn some things to go, you know what, let's let's pay homage to the past by getting Dean Kane, Helen Slater, she was Supergirl first. Yeah. You know, the only live action representation I think well, next to um Laura Vanderroot yeah. for Smallville. But other than that, I mean Helen Slater was the first. In the in the actual costume yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, in costume. I mean, it, it would be like like they better fucking have a cameo of Linda Carter when they do a Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Because she's she's it, you know. Yeah. She's the woman who was Wonder Woman yeah. first. You know, why not? Lou Ferrigno's in every every iteration of Hulk now. Yeah. Even the voice, uh, <laughs> you know. So whatever. Um, but yeah, I wanted to bring that to that because I was like, yeah, we didn't do that. But anyway, here's the news with Ed. So sit back, relax, enjoy the news, and then we'll come back and we'll figure out the Oscars. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to hit our Facebook page, Geeksters and Legacy. Yes. Yeah, see? Look at that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, okay, Ed. What do you got this week in the news? Down the Abbey's Dan Stevens joins Beauty and the Beast. Okay. As you know, they're, they're releasing Cinderella live action. Thrill, right. you know, thing. I think Disney's kind of pretty much... They're going to take do that all, for all the classics yeah. and, and, and yeah, make because, a live version of it. Because this is what happened. Maleficent did so well. They yeah. went, fuck, I think we could do this with everything else. Yeah. Because they have Emma Watson playing Belle for yeah. the Beauty and the Beast. I right. can see that. Sure. And he's going to play the villainous Gaston in the... Oh, uh, Gaston. Yes. I tell you, he won't be as popular as that Gaston at Disney World. Dude, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a ride. I've seen him a couple of times. I've seen him in person. He's on. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Right. I Googled Pickard because I wasn't familiar with him. And, uh, yeah, I could totally see him. Be- but I, I'm looking at him and I'm wondering how beefy he is. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I th- I I'm think- sorry. Dan uh, Stevens is going to play the, the Beast. And actually, Luke Evans is going to play Gaston in the, in the film. Okay, yeah, Luke Evans I could buy more. Cause I'm, look- Evans- I'm looking at Luke Evans. I'm just wondering, like. Luke Evans was uh, Dracula and Dracula Untold. Mm-hmm. He was also, um, what do you call it, the, the, the rogue in the Hobbit movies. What the fuck is that guy's name? <laughs> uh, All right, so... Yes. Yeah, okay, he is muscular. Never mind. He's okay. good. <laughs> well, I mean, you figure the beast part will probably be, you know... I mean, Well, yeah, part of it's going to be CGI. Yeah. All right, yeah. They're not, yeah. Gonna, they're yeah. not just yeah. going to wait for him to get scruffy. Well, he's probably, also, he's probably also going, I bet, so they hit the gym. Although, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at Luke Evans, I'm like... <laughs> He's a little skinny. I'm pulling a Wonder Woman here. He's a little <laughs> it's all right. skinny. That's <laughs> right. But I, I, I'm also, there's some pictures here with his shirt off. I'm like, okay, he's cut. Like, but there's also. Gaston, I always think of the, this bigger than life, 
arrogant character. Yeah, you know, because I do. And Beauty and the Beast is probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorite Disney films. So, you know, right. don't fuck Harry it Man up. Or huh? Abusive relationship. Abusive relationship. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Phantom of the Opera, Beauty and the Beast. You didn't oh, beast the, of, the the Ron Perlman version. Like speaking of that, uh, Rob Lincoln, uh Phantom of the Opera is out on Blu-ray. Oh, good. I I have that on DVD, but yeah, I'm gonna have to get on Blu-ray. Yeah, it'll last longer because <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse comes, <laughs> I got to be right to watch. Considering nothing else is gonna get produced after that. Yeah, you figure once electricity's done, it'd just be telling stories. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> going back to the olden days. All a C three PO esque, you know. <laughs> Well, speaking of C-3PO. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice segue. The Star Wars movies be retold on new TV show. And basically, it's going to be the droids version of the six movies of Star Wars. (laughs) To be done on on Disney XD. Okay. That's going to be the... uh, It's it's going to be like a Lego version of the story. Okay. Lego version. Yeah, they're going to... I mean, that's how they're using the... uh, um, the characters are how they're going to be drawn in in the in the uh, in the series. Uh, okay, uh, all right. So it'll probably be. Uh, uh, I'm waiting for this version. Oh come on, <laughs> this version. I'm waiting for this version after this ad. La, 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 la. I want to hear his version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're already here from his perspective, right? Yeah. That, that, that clearly, that clearly sounds like I had to put up with this golden bitch for six films. I think that's anti-Semitic. Actually, what he's saying, <laughs> bleeping him out every other word. <laughs> and then people like me will be sitting there going, "I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Why?" See, that's where he said, I'm the real hero of these fucking movies. No one listens to me. They didn't wipe my memory. See? He's like, those fuckers. I've been trying to tell them the whole time. No. 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 Alright, calm down. Calm down, R2. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Such language. Calm down. So yeah, that's and uh, he got pissed off at the, the R rated version. That's the, that the version we're gonna hear his perspective from things. Yeah, it was just my my own business. I figured, you know, it's self preservation, bitches. I only went out on that spaceship that first time to save my own ass. <laughs> Fuck the humans. And the next thing I know, I'm getting dragged around with me. You know, everyone take I'm following this queen, and I'm following this old guy, and fuck. All I wanted was just to save my own ass, and now I'm caught up in some intergalactic civil war, and. All I wanted to do was just live, get laid, like <laughs> stick my you know Go fuck a toaster somewhere, stick my fire my fire extinguisher into some exhaust port, you know, like any good robot wants to, you know. I am dildo shaped <laughs> for her pleasure. Yeah, I can vibrate for her pleasure. What the hell? I'm a woman's dream. I'm some android's wet dream, and no. Here I am, traipsing across the galaxy with some whiny bitch named Skywalker, by the way. <laughs> and then I got I got the effeminate gold goldenrod over my other side, who does nothing but fucking bitch. God, he needs to get laid. 
He is like the most annoying companion ever. Nag, nag, nag. <laughs> Nothing's ever good for him. All I want to do is just cruise across the, you know, I'm in it for a buck, man. I'm in it for a buck. You know, they got that hairy Wookiee. <laughs> you no, know, I was really hoping. He says as he's looking like he's looking at his crotch again. <laughs> I have a hairy Wookiee. Why not? That's what I call him. That's what I call him. <laughs> I really, really was hoping that Wookiee would rip off his arms. God damn it. I was hoping for it. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, it would be a, an interesting perspective. I mean, it's another way to milk the series for you know, all it's worth. Well, they, they, they deal because of the popularity of Star Wars Rebels, how that's becoming huge and how that's going to kind of cross over with the new movies coming out and, what, of course, the one later this year. And right. There are they're, they're, a lot of things are going to happen that they're going to kind of incorporate right. that in the storyline. They're trying to kind of take what's there and start trying to make it a, a more cohesive universe. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah, you know, I've watched, I've watched Star Wars hey, Rebels, and I've enjoyed that one. So hey, you know what, I really enjoyed Lion King uh, one and a half. By the way, it's the Lion King told from the perspective of Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, so I like their take on it. So it could work for the uh, droids. Yeah, could you just see like how great would it be? It'd be like they do the three movies in like this mst3k kind of silhouette with c3po and r2 sitting in like chairs <laughs> <laughs> and them just kind of going yeah this is see this right here like with the rewinded some shit and fast forward in <laughs> what were we doing during this time yeah you know i was chilling sitting back relaxing playing some bebop b-ball out by the school oh, and then a couple these, of guys yeah it's no good and these rebels started coming up fucking up my neighborhood you know <laughs> got and, one little fight my mom got scared and next thing i know i'm moving to a, a millennium falcon in bel-air <laughs> 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 yeah, so i mean it could work sure why not all right what else FCC approves net neutrality rules for open internet. This is something you want to talk about. Yes. This is something I, something I, I think we've, we've hit on something that Ed wants to discuss. <laughs> All right, Ed, so what's this article about? Okay, well, uh, over a week ago, the FCC, by a vote of three to two, has said that they want, uh, they're going to make a, actually a net neutrality, which means corporations can't do kind of like a pay-for-play uh, type of de- design where – like Netflix and uh, like all the streaming companies, they would have to pay more, right? Yeah. To be, you know, to get into get into more, um, they'd be able to get better, you know, exactly, better speeds, get a better advertising, and so on. Like so Paola. for little guys, it's pretty good because that way, you know, like a show like ours, where you know we don't get as much streaming, we have the same amount as, as uh, opportunity as Netflix okay. does. Just while you're talking about that, I looked up Wikipedia mm-hmm. to kind of give you kind of like a better idea of like I guess the technical terms. Yeah, it's net, tru- net neutrality, also network neutrality, internet neutrality, and net equality is the principle that the internet service providers and governments should treat all data on the internet equally not discriminating or charging differently by user, content, site, platform, or application, type of attachment equipment, or mode of communication. The term coined by blah, blah, blah. Uh, Examples of net neutrality violations include when the internet service provider Comcast, to use internationally slowed peer-to-peer communications. In 2007, one other company was using deep packet inspection to discriminate against peer-to-peer file transfer protocols and online games instituting a cell phone style billing system for of overages 
fees to telecom, value services, and bun- uh, bundling. Mm-hmm. So basically, they can, it's kind of like, you know how um, like Verizon has this, hey, you can have the internet plan, but for an extra amount of money, we'll give you the high-speed internet. Exactly. Because there are technically only one real speed on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it was just basically kind of adding um, routers to kind of slow down the information highway. Exactly. And if you wanted more access to more speeds, you would have to pay. You you got you want a little payola to open up those. You want to get across this road? You want some better internet? You want some streaming video? You got to pay us. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, pay me. And we'll open up that router to get more information specifically to your house. So the net neutrality is everyone's kind of going low. It's The information highway is one speed. It's yeah. the autobahn of information. Right. You know, there's no reason for you to be charging people more because Comcast was like saying, like, for a while, Comcast was going to, you know, was having problems. Like Netflix, for example, was mm. kind of was paying out the ass to Comcast to get better speeds. To The more streaming video got popular, the more the corporations decided to clamp down and find a way to make money off of it. Yes. Because, I mean, let's face it, there's very few ways to make money on the Internet when it comes to that kind of information. Especially with, with nowadays, especially with, with uh, data providers, with like phone companies, like cell phone companies, and how much they're getting cheaper and cheaper with a lot of different companies, you know, offering like, you know, like a, a Metro PCS, for example, they have a $40 a month fee, gets you two gigs of data and limited talk and text. Right. But the thing is, is like you get two, two gigabytes data, but if you have a Wi-Fi phone... You really don't need that two gigs as much, you know, yeah. unless you're out in the open and you can't get to a... Yeah, my phone's set up that way. When I'm home, I have it set up to my home network. Mm-hmm. But when I'm out, obviously, it goes to the 4G LTG. Yeah. You know? See, and I have I have unlimited data on my phone. I just bought my mom a smartphone. And they, they upgraded us for the same price um, right. to get unlimited data on both lines. Mm-hmm. So I just use I, I rarely hook into Wi-Fi because I'm like I, I mean I I do get throttled after I think it's like two G but I'm like fuck it you know yeah. like I I I don't always hit the two gigs mm-hmm. to begin with so the months that I do okay so I'm waiting a couple extra seconds so what you know kind yeah. of thing well, yeah but, but you know like for for me I just you know I, I just use the data because i'm like fuck it i'm paying for unlimited data i might as well use it right but if you found out that that you're paying for unlimited data but that unlimited data mm-hmm. is running at a slower speed oh it than, does let's say somebody else yeah and it you know it would be it would be and uh, it does like after after two gigabytes it and that's that's what i think it was sprint had this whole uh, you know thing about how like AT&T and Verizon, everybody well, throttles you after a certain amount right. or you can't even but get unlimited say data. Like if you're, let's say you're traveling to work, let's say you don't drive, you take the bus or mm-hmm. you take a train and you want to watch, let's say a TV show on mm-hmm. your, on your cell phone, yeah. which is becoming more and more popular yeah. that the flow of information after that two gigs is going to slow down that runtime for that streaming mm-hmm. device. And that's where people are kind of going, well, if you want that extra, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay your cell phone provider more. Yeah, you know, and that shouldn't be that shouldn't be right. You shouldn't yeah. be allowed to dictate. You want faster internet, you got to pass. It should be yeah. a flat right. across yeah. the board kind of thing. Because imagine, okay, here's another way of looking at it too. We stream live via the internet. Mm-hmm. You, we need a certain amount of speed, and people need a certain amount of speed coming into their house to be able to fully clear, hearly, hear us clearly. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, if not, we might sound like this. Yeah. And, Hi. People, and, and people be, will get frustrated and they'll get, stop. Right, and they'll be will be hung up or there'll be um, 
buffer time. Mm-hmm. How many times we had to wait for buffering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I got rid of my tuned in app for that very reason. Right. Like I was running into a lot of problems with like the the speed and like I would be trying to listen to some podcasts and they would just cut out halfway through. Yeah. I'd have to log out, log back, and it got to a point I was like, "Fuck it." I got rid of the app altogether. Yeah, because there's other ways to get that information. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when we come back from commercials, we're on AquanetRadio.com. It's a direct feed right to us. Mm-hmm. iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. There's four applications. Right there. Yeah. Right there. So if one of them is kind of shit in, shit in the pot, you've got three other ways to listen to us. Yeah. I mean, I always prefer the direct Aquanet Radio because it's the, a direct feed. Right. Yeah. So you're going to get the best quality of speed and sound going through. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. I mean, said I've I've streamed Aquanet when I'm at home, and it's been straight through, no buffering, no mm-hmm. right. problems at all. It's just, it's been clear all the way. Yeah, you know, or, or like when I stream Netflix every once in a while, I have to. There's a moment where I actually have to wait for what I'm watching to catch up to itself, and I'm like, you fuckers, like yeah, I run into that way. occasionally on Hulu. Yeah, um, I've been watching a lot of a lot of shows but, on on Hulu, see, and it it will cut out like halfway through and, I, and it just, it won't recover and come back. And I guarantee you that if you pay for Hulu plus, they open up their streaming. Oh, probably to be able to get you better access to this. Obviously more programming, yeah. but they probably also open up their, their fun, their yeah, routers just, yeah. to give you the best possible speed into yeah. your computer. Well, not only that, because if, you're now paying for it. If you mm-hmm. want to watch anything on a mobile device, you have to have Hulu Plus. They right. don't. They don't let you watch just regular. Yeah, Hulu that's the anything. same way with it through um, the PlayStation Four. There's a, a Hulu Plus app, but you know I'm not paying twenty bucks a month to watch TV. Right. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like, I have, I don't even have Netflix. It's you know my boyfriend's account. You yeah. know that I watch that I you know I'll watch stuff on. But same thing with with Hulu. Like, there's not enough that they right. have. Like Netflix, you know, if I didn't have that account, I would be willing to pay for it for the original Netflix programming. But Hulu Plus doesn't have enough of that programming for, you know, that's on the the plus side for me to want to pay that subscription fee. Out of curiosity, Ed, how old is that article? Uh, That was a week and two days. Okay. All right. Because as I'm looking. Because that, the day of. Uh, Erica's birthday is when they announced the Okay, uh, yeah, because on, on February 26, 2015, the United States FCC ruled in favor of net neutrality by reclassifying broadband access as a telecommunication service and thus supplying Title II, com carrier, of the Communication Act of 1934 to in- internet service providers. The FCC chairman, Tom Wheeler, com- uh, commented, this is no more a plan to regulate the internet than the First Amendment is a plan to regulate free speech. They both stand for the same concept. Right. So. Which my next, brings up my next article is the, what the FCC net neutrality ruling means to you. So it means. What, what to, does it mean, Ed? So that's Tell us, say. That your broadband internet util- is it can become a utility, which means that you still get the providers of Time Warner, Comcast, and so on. But the government classifies it as a service uh, differently than it did before. The FCC's decision Thursday means that the broadband broadband is a considered a public utility, basically the electrical and to- telephone service. The cl- classification is important because it prevents providers from changing from more services like Netflix and so on. So that means that like what we were talking about, where you know it's it's equal to everybody. Uh, there's no going to be no more surf- service interruptions, no more buffering anymore. It's got to be a clean. Stream because the government now has a hand in it. Stream your porn with freedom. That's exactly it. (laughs) 
There's going to no be... more buffering <coughs> pussies. That's right. There's going to be fewer gatekeepers controlling information. Basically, like there's a lot of companies I'm, out there. I'm sorry. Did you imagine Rick Moranis running around there for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> or was he the key master? He was the key master. And, and Sigourney Weaver was, was, yeah, was the gatekeeper. All right. Sorry. So, so basically, like, it can be becomes where, like, on television, where a lot of programs run through people that, you know, that producers and stuff that get their handles on the show and they, you know, change it in certain ways. That's not going to happen anymore. So okay. So, like, for, in layman's terms, like, when someone, when a producer kind of comes in and says, you know what, I like what you're doing, but you know what, instead we're going to do this because yeah. I got payola from this person to put in this Kia car. Exactly. You know, and now instead the director and the people who actually are in charge of the actual product itself is going to go, no, my vision, we're going to let my vision go the way it is. Yeah. You stay out of it. Exactly. Okay. So what's that mean, Ed? I mean, just layman terms. Basically, like, it's going to be kind of like everybody's going to have the same opportunity, whether you're like a small time end user where you're you know using a low-end like satellite provider versus like a, a fios which is the the uh fiber shit. optic five thank you fiber optic versus cable it's all going to be the same style we're all on the same speed we're all on the same speed for companies it's going to be again it's going to be we're going to have the same opportunity as the big giants like netflix and hulu and so on so a show like ours can get the same streaming ability like we won't get lag because netflix is taking over and they need to take more bandwidth and you know we get kicked because we're a nobody show okay now is there any downside to net neutrality they haven't said anything yet but i've been reading reports because it's all propaganda as i was reading well, yeah. it yeah uh basically like a lot of things are it's going to come down to taxes money uh you know yeah because i mean you figure there's people out there like if somebody in comcast is probably now bitching going no 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 neutrality is bad because it's obviously affecting that you got to kind of look at who's who's standing up and shouting and how it affects their bottom line right because if comcast says now we can't charge you i'm using comcast as like the global entity that it is right or time warner cable mm-hmm they get a dollar percentage for the, for that stuff. That's now all gone. Yeah. So they just lost um, a good portion of their income. A lot of scaling that they were doing is gone. Like right. So now anymore. you're going to find that those people in those camps or the people that Time Warner was getting their cable providers, their their internet from, mm-hmm. are now going to be going, no, no, it's bad. Because why? Because it's affecting a rich person can't get any richer. Yeah, but the thing is, though, I also think, too, that the government's putting their hands in it because they're going to get more of a cut out of it. You do? That's that's why I, that's the way I see it. Okay, anyway. was that like from with the propaganda? Right, right. Because yeah, I mean, a lot of Republicans are writing these articles, and of course, Republicans are controlling the FCC right now because they're the ones right. in the Senate that are running these these uh, groups. That I think that ones up going to end up happening is is that there's going to be a special fee, like they're run, whether it's going to be absorbed into the cost what you're paying now. Or an extra fee, and it's going to, your rates are going to go up basically to compensate for that, which I see happening more often than than. Okay, well here's okay here's a question. Yeah. Because it just you see the, the glint in my eye. We just had this <laughs> this whole with the way because now it's now considered a utility. Mm-hmm. Could more cities become wireless? You know, like you know how you have those wireless hotspots, like when yeah. you go to like Target and they all have like free Wi-Fi. Could a city now become free wi-fi capable because it's considered a utility and then use that cost as a um 
I would say maybe like a property tax. Well, there is there is. Oh, a, you mean take it out of the property taxes? Well, yeah, or like we, or? yeah, we all of a sudden notice that we get a bump in, let's say, two percent in our taxes. Yeah, because that money is now that money is earmarked is, for the Wi-Fi that everybody. uses. That's actually a really brilliant, smart question. I have to say, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because there is. A th- I'm, thank you, Ed. This is this has actually been an ongoing thing for the last decade. Is the fact is is that there has been pilot programs out there for cities. To become a Wi-Fi city, New York, Philadelphia, right. Washington D.C., I think Orlando. There's a bunch of them. All the popular zombie states, right? All the <laughs> <laughs> all the major met- metropolitan areas are, are we're adopting different ones where yeah, there was remember... you could go Wi-Fi anywhere. Mm-hmm. You could be on a, on a bus, you could be on a train, and so on. Not right. just in like coffee houses or Targets or yeah. uh, McDonald's and so on. That they they want to provide free internet. The thing is, the problem with that is, is that who's paying for it? Well, you, okay, because now, because as you were saying that, that was back when cell phones were just phones. Yeah. Now that that their own media providers with their own network plans, you don't technically need a city to be Wi-Fi compatible because you're paying a phone provider for your phone. Right. Like if you have a smartphone, obviously, like right now, mine's attached to, I think, this particular uh, router. Mm-hmm. But when I step outside, the moment I drive a hundred feet from here. I go to Verizon's network. Right. Yeah. So technically now there's no reason for a city to be completely Wi-Fi compatible when you're already paying for it on your phone. Yes, but actually Comcast is one of the major pushers for this, believe it or not. You, 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 well, yeah, you know, yeah. type of thing. They have hotspot systems now. Like when I signed on, our company signed on, we changed providers <laughs> to Comcast. One of the things is they gave me a separate modem, and that was for free Wi-Fi. We became a Wi-Fi hotspot. For clients, so okay. if a client came in for a meeting they and they wanted the to, now. right, they could log in. Their, they didn't have to use our password because we're password protected. We don't want mm-hmm. to get right. it out. Yeah, they can now do that. Then go on to their system. Yeah, you can actually buy ones for your homes and stuff like right. that. Right. The catch, though, with Comcast, the fact is you have to be a Comcast subscriber. Okay. To so use that, you to have, use that hotspot to use that hotspot. Okay. So you have to have a login and password with Comcast to use those Comcast hotspots. But it is free. It's an additional. You just once you get that password, right? Once you get that password, so if you have Comcast or an Xfinity, you can sign up for it for free. Doesn't cost anything extra, and you can go anywhere. And if you find a Wi-Fi Comcast Wi-Fi hotspot, they will automatically like you're at home, and then you can log in and you you know collect from your DVR and so on, right? To use it, and it's really, I mean, it's it's probably quite nice because, like I said, we have a couple clients that were Comcast providers came in. We're able to log in, not use our system at all, keep it separate. We're able to access, you know, any of our system, and right. we're able to get online, do emails or presentations, and so on. Okay, do it. so it's it's a nice thing. So the, like that, but I mean, like Philadelphia f- six years ago, I think it was, they had a company come in. It was called Clear. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that or not. It's just actually a satellite provider. Clear, ch- no, no, not, not Clear, clear channel. channel. No, it was Clear. Yeah. yeah. And basically, they were trying. The city was trying to contract them to become a wireless provider for everybody, so it would be free for every part of the uh, every part of the city. Well, let's Maybe. say city. I mean, okay, now keep in mind, I'm, I'm when I talk about like this, I'm talking like the city of Philadelphia. Like, right. obviously, townships and the suburban area wouldn't be affected by that because, or they could be. Like, that's what I'm trying to like, trying to figure. Like, okay, obviously, if you go in downtown well, Philadelphia, that's, that's the open debate. That's what's been going on for the last decade. Is because like, how far do you how far do you take it? Because there is boroughs that are kind of connected to Philadelphia yeah. that are outside the city. Right, they're not collecting taxes off of them, but 
some of their people, some of the people who are living there are working in Philadelphia. Right. So city wage tax could be affected mm-hmm. by that or a federal tax could be uh, yeah, or like even a state tax. Technically where I work is um, outside of the city. Mm-hmm. It's technically in Delaware County. However, our business address is in Philadelphia. So even though I work in Delaware County, I still have to pay. I mean, I'd have to pay city right. wage tax regardless, but I still pay the city like working in right. the city level because there's two different wage taxes. There's for people who live and work in Philly and then there's for people who live there, outside there might be three. Yeah, either live outside and work in the city or live in the city and work outside. Yeah, right. So the, And I have to pay the city level. So, you know, so like, my business so like yeah, like like okay, we're in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know, blah blah blah, but then if I cross the bridge, if I head into Jenkintown, that signal would be weak should technically could be weaker right because the bubble of free internet for the city extends only out to a certain degree exactly but then couldn't couldn't you continue that web of you know almost kind of like skynet mentality of well that's the thing they stretching it out they would then reach out to willow grove area if they were in willow grove and it was even was weak they would reach out to willow grove and go hey we can sign you can sign you up and be a part of you this pay program, us but you pay us this fee and then that's like you come out of taxes now whether or not what taxes this comes out of, that's the question. And that's the question that's been stalling the whole right, thing. Right, because technically it's not property. Right. It's not electricity. It's not telephone. Right, because that's that's the thing. Because they, the government couldn't classify it. That's right. why they're making it a public utility now. It's a fact. It says now they can classify it. Now they can do something with it. Now they can go, all right, here's the rules. Here's Here's the ground rules. This is what you can do with it. This is what we, you know, we want the free Wi-Fi for the Philadelphia area. This is what it will take because now you're a public utility. These are the guidelines you have to follow. Right. But now because it's a public utility, it's almost like saying everybody has a right to the Internet. Correct. And therefore, because everybody has a right to the Internet, there's going to be some company out there, two bid productions maybe, Mm -hmm. where it sits there and says, you know what? We can get you that X. You now have to pay uh, a monthly fee to us to keep everything open and running. Yes. You know, so it technically could be another bill that you would have to pay. Right. Possibly at some point in time. Yeah. Or they can, instead of saying, I'm not paying another bill, fuck that, I don't need the internet. Well, you still got to pay taxes for it. Like, because... But that's the thing, though. I also see, like, foreseeing, like, how, like, like what they do with our electricity. Now they, they have... Uh, there was like little subsidized. See, classified it basically. So now other going, right. We noticed you have Pico Energy. Uh, we're here at bumfuck right. utilities that you we yeah. can buy from us. We offer a cheaper rate, but we still use Pico Energy's yeah lines or right. whatever. Like they're they go between right right so, exactly. So I see other states adopting those programs for this because there's going to be states with very little like ma- massive areas like well, yeah, Montana. If you get, yeah, if you get to like you know m- you know the middle of Wyoming that's right. got nobody around, where hey, here's my house, and then there's 20 acres of empty land. Yeah, I mean you you know get the internet to the masses, like you know hey, I'm a farmer, I I'm I need, right. I need access to porn because I'm out here by myself. I'm not fucking. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I love my sheep, but I'm not fucking them. You know, I love my sheep. But I don't love yeah. my sheep. You know, daddy needs a little company, so yeah. <laughs> I should be able to order my hookers online. You know, <laughs> so I, I could foresee that happening as well. I mean, like I don't see that happening for another maybe five, ten years, but I could also see that happening where other companies will be coming in, providers like the sub 
providers that you see that you know like they're attached to a major corporation uh, like Comcast, but they're providing local service. For yeah, them. so like right now, I have a Comcast package where I get uh, internet, phone, and cable mm-hmm. all in a package. Mm-hmm. You know, so there could be at some time a company coming in going, you know what? Use how much you're paying Comcast for your internet. What if we could save you twenty dollars a month exactly to use us instead, so you can cancel the Comcast pre- package mm-hmm. and then go through us? You're going, oh well, fuck! I'm saving twenty bucks a month, but then Comcast goes, well, you're not using that three deal package anymore, so now we got to charge you more exactly. Oh, uh, you know, and we got to charge you. It's going to be an extra forty dollars now just for phone and you know. Well, I also cable. see the thing though too is the fact is that the last the last five years, the fact is that that phone home phone service has been dropping. Yeah, because most people use their cell, cell phones, right? Yeah. So that's 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 been a big thing. Because my brother does work for Verizon. He was, we were talking about this, and he was saying that big metropolitan areas will never lose home phone service. They will keep those going because there's a lot of uh, elderly that well, won't yeah. get a cell like, phone. And, and yeah, like my girl is amazed that I have I have my cell phone number, but I also have a home phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm she's like, why? I'm like, well, number one, what if my battery dies? Mm-hmm. You know, if the power goes out. I can still make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, okay, granted, it's not a rotary phone. It's actually a wireless phone. So if the electricity goes out, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the idea there. But you could get, a, like, a $20 quarter phone, plug it into your jack, and it will work. Right. Yeah. You like, know? there's a way to get, you know, like, information out to somebody that loves you. If, you know, mm. I mean, that's the reason why. Plus, also, it's also a nice phone number to have so you don't get people calling you on your cell phone going, hey, you want to buy something? It's a great tool to have if you want to avoid bill collectors. <laughs> you give them your home phone number so that way your cell phone number is clear for people you really want to talk to. Right. You know? I mean, you know, that's a little tip out there. But that's the thing, though. It's like, like, so, so like home phone service is going to decline. So like those, those packages are getting harder and harder to sell for right. the major for Verizon. And right. for what, do I need? what do I need phone in my house? I got my cell phone. I mean, and the, now- o- the only reason I have a landline is because when I got my Verizon cable service, it was cheaper right. to just... Keep and, the landline, and, and that's probably where a lot of their money comes. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, now with the Hulu and the Netflix, a lot of actually homes have been eliminating their cable bill as well. Yeah. You know, because it's like I really don't care yeah. if I have to wait an extra day to see a show. I'll watch it on Hulu the next yeah. day right. because it always it's usually like twenty four right. hours. And after. now with the popularity of smart t- TVs, where have their own wireless like you know yeah their own wireless network my wireless router in my TV, I can hit the internet on there because I'm getting my internet through Comcast. I got my wireless, got my password. Mm-hmm. Bing, there's my Netflix. There's my Hulu. There's everything else. HBO Go is going to have its own little little separate thing. Right. You know, Google so... Google Chrome has one now. You can watch a right. lot of different TV shows on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, just and plug it in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. You don't even need a smart TV. You just need a TV with a USB connection and right. we'll do the rest. So. Yeah. So, yeah, there's... There's a lot of good possibilities and a lot of things. I think it's I think it's going to make a major change in the next ten years. We're going to see a lot of different things happening in terms of television because it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a real dogfight, I mean, especially with like original programming. Netflix, Amazon's been in yeah. dipping their hands in original programming. Yahoo's people... bringing um, community back, right? You know, so yeah. So there's a lot of different areas, not just not going to a standard station and doing the, the old fashioned way now, right? And now they have new ways of doing this. That the, a lot more shows are being produced. See, that's I kind of feel like that's the problem with the big the big four. I'm going to say ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. Mm-hmm. They're still so used to doing things the old way that 
that's why their shows get over like that's why i think um constantine didn't do so well because they don't know how to really work it because they're still stuck in the old way of we need um like sweeps we -hmm. need may sweeps november sweeps where other companies like a and e like look at walking dead walking dead starts in october and says okay here's you know two months of of programming mm-hmm. we take christmas we, we we come back two months later to finish out the season and no one seems to have a problem with that mm-hmm. because they end off with a season finale and they go here's the end of this story but then to continue that story plus others come back in february right yeah you know that's the same thing with like the following just came back mm-hmm. you know it, it's like those mid-season or look how well breaking bad or sons of anarchy did because they were 10 to t- 10 to 13 episode blocks Right. American Horror Story has never been more than 15 episodes. Right. So it's because you can watch, you can do it all in a bunch and then, you know, maybe take a week here or two there. Mm-hmm. But mostly you can do that. You can do better stories in a short arc than a 22 to 24 episode arc like 24 did. That's why that's why 24 started slowing on, on the ratings there at the last couple of seasons because you're guaranteeing 24 episodes. But a lot of those episodes are kind of fillers. There's not a yeah. lot going on. But you had this last time when they brought 24 back, it was a, a shortened season. It was right. 24, but it was only really 13 hours of the day because they went, oh, shit's going to happen. Like, to go he- from point A to point B is going to take two hours. That There's two episodes that we don't have to write. Yeah. You know, if you can find a way to do it in a smart way. Right. And then try to block it out that way. Yeah. So, so I mean, like yeah. I said, I, I, just, I just feel that there's going to be a, like a major change because of this. And I mean, like I said, I, I don't know what it does, but I hope it will actually help us as, you know, as a okay. end user in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, I mean, I'm tired of paying Comcast 150 bucks a month for, you know, what right. I, you know, I'm not, I don't even have a phone with that, you know, right. phone yeah. at all. But I mean, it's just like, it's a school point where it's like, sometimes I'm thinking, you know what, paying eight bucks for Netflix and maybe, you know, I think it's eight bucks for uh, uh, Hulu see, Plus. I and, think, I think. My personal opinion is, is I think companies like Comcast and like Time Warner for out in the West Coast and stuff like that, they would be smarter to go into a pay as you a pay as you go kind of plan, mm-hmm. where it's like you pick out the channels because now with like I have Spanish channels on my on my Comcast mm-hmm. that I know I'm paying for, but I'm never going to watch. Mm-hmm. So why why do I have like knock fifteen bucks off the bill? Do an a la carte type of style. Yeah, like I would so much prefer that like because, la- like, there's so many channels that I would like to have <laughs> that I don't like. Animal Planet, I don't have in my package. I'd have to get the next package up. But the majority of the other channels that come with that package, I don't give a shit about. Right, and that's, I would much rather have an a la carte package. And if they were smarter, they could make more money that way because you can go like how she said. Like, if I pay two hundred bucks, I get like twenty channels. That you know I don't like, right? But it's but it, if I pay two hundred and ten dollars, I get all the channels I like. Yeah, and, I and want. I'm yeah, exactly. Like I, I personally would much like right now my bill is about one fifty. I'd rather pay like say one sixty, one seventy, and actually get channels that, right? You know, like get, I, I'm interested. I don't need all those music channels. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. How much is that costing me in my total bill? Like, give me give me the pay channels like HBO, so I can watch Game of Thrones and all those other cool shows. A and E, AMC, you know, yeah, sure, give me the other big networks, but take away like I don't need twenty seven HBO channels. Mm-hmm. You know, just give me a couple. I mean, if, if that's part of the package, that's fine. But I don't need HBO Latino, right? 
you know, you can get rid of that. Like I would like like a checklist going. Well, it's just, I want this like, okay, I'll give me the discovery, but to get rid of Nat Geo. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but they say it's a logistical nightmare to do that a la carte because it's easier for them to put it all into one stream and, and send it to you than trying to figure out like, yes, no, like turning switches on and off. Because it becomes a yeah. programming, you have to design all this system, and then it's just like all of a sudden, maybe like one day you're getting HBO, and then somebody makes a mistake, and the switch goes off, and now you're not getting HBO, and you're like calling them up, going, hey, what's going on? And then you make it Cinemax, or you don't get Cinemax, and all of a sudden now you're getting Cinemax, and then all like yeah. now they charge you that monthly fee because, like, and you're like, I never got it, like, I, I like. You know, I didn't even know I had it, or because you never went to that channel. Yeah, but I, I think something like that could work. I mean, in the, in, like, especially if you now with net neutrality, if everything's going to be going through at the same rate, mm-hmm. you can kind of dedicate certain lines to certain channels. You see where I'm going? With yeah, that? yeah. Like, and that way, you know, all you have to do is open up the branch for the HBO and keep the Spanish channel closed. And right? I mean, I've already you know? had situations where because I have like a super basic package. But I've already had situations where I had to call. Um, there was one, I think it was like my BBC America or something went out. And that's part of my package. Mm. And I had to call them and say, hey, like, fix this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So. Well, so what you're saying is basically television and, and our, our, the way we get our entertainment should be changing away. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think it's what's really going to hurt is the deep cable channels that you would watch. Like uh, uh, I think it'll hurt the deep ch- channel, channel, and I also think too, like the big four. I think they're gonna. Oh yeah, no. Because I think they're, they're already they're, they're going to lose feel, the most money out of all. They're of starting it. to feel the hurt now. I mean, we just like they just launched another CSI show, like CSI Cyber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, my dad liked it, and I want to check it out myself. But you know, they got to start coming out with like better. Yeah. You know, stop regurgitating the same thing. Like I don't know how well the Odd Couple's doing. Like. I'm interested in seeing that version of the Odd Couple. It's... I don't know if I knew there was an Odd Couple. Yeah, there's a new one with uh, what do you call it? The guy who plays Chandler from Friends. Oh, and yeah. the other guy, uh, Tom Lennon from Reno 911. What channel is that? Um, I think it's, it took place of two. Uh, I think um, two and a half men set. Oh, you know what it is? I know why I don't know that because I don't watch CBS that much. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm interested in seeing what the 2015 version of The Odd Couple was, even because I love the 70s version yeah. of The Odd Couple. I wonder if it still works. Like, are they taking the same, like, are they both two divorcees or are they just two single guys living together? You know, that kind mm. of thing. Or are they going to kind of go with one's the manly man and one's more, more feminine? Maybe he might be gay, which is okay. Mm. But, you know, are, are they? how are they going to... What's the 2015 version? The 21st century. I mean, I'm, I've I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, but it looks like the, kind of like the original, where like right. Oscars, the, the sports writer, or actually he's a sportscaster. Yeah, because you now we live in an ESPN world. Right, so right. Yeah, so he's... you see him on TV, and you know, and then you have I think isn't his buddy the producer? I, I you know what I, I, I saw I, didn't, I, didn't I saw that, Tom that... Lennon talking to um, Ty, what's his name? Um, what fuck? What the guy's? What the hell's Chandler's real name? Matthew Perry. Yeah. I've seen Matthew Perry behind the desk and, and Tom Lennon talking to him. So I don't know if, if it's like a producer friendship or just two friends. Well, I, think kind he, of... I think he does the show at home. I think it's like a radio show that he does Who at does home. Yeah, because he's, cause he's, cause <laughs> he's like, like, start off. He goes, it's, it's great. It's a great job because he finishes the show. It's a great job because he goes, I don't have to get dressed. And he stands up and he's wearing uh, boxer shorts. Yeah, but I saw him on like a, on a set and a commercial I saw. 
right, wow. So maybe he does both. I'll, or... We'll have to watch it, I guess. Da, to, figure da, 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 to figure this da, 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 out. Da, da, da. All right, what else you got in the news? Wolverine 3 starts filming next year. This, <sighs> this is like one of my favorite articles because it's just right to the point. There <laughs> 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 you go. James Marigold, who directed Mar- The Wolverine, will be directing the wolf- third Wolverine solo film, A Move, has tweeted that news... Uh, when can you expect filming uh, for the movie? And he said filming will begin this summer and we'll see it next year. So Yeah, I think right after they get done with um, making Apocalypse, I think he's, yeah. he's going to go right into yes. the, third, the third. Now, what did you think about the second Wolverine movie? What did I think of the second one? I, I liked it. I mean, I, no, thought... no, I just, it's like, it's like Some people are mixed. Like Some people hated it. Some people liked it. But then you have the same writer-director of it. How, like, how many... I mean, it's 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 I, a... I look at it. It's a Wolverine movie. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's to me it was one of those movies that like you know the accuracy is not right and that's what the comic book fans are not happy with. Right, they know. want more accurate comic book right. representation. You know, cuz it's like there wasn't really that much of a love story between I can't think of the uh, the the I, Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she and you know so that was Cuz that was supposed to be the big love of his life. Yeah. And there was nothing there. Right. Yeah. And and so that that was kind of a disappointment a letdown for it. But I mean it was it was a good perfect I think bookmarker end homage to the original X-Men trilogy where, you know, after last stand he kills uh, Jean Grey right. and then she's back in a dream sequence right. and it's just like, okay, it's a nice little button. And then yeah. now with, what do you call it? With days of future past kind of rebooting the series, you can kind of, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed, I did enjoy days of future past, but it just blows like the whole mythology. Right. Yeah. Know, out all, of all the other like, movies kind of, you got yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, at least they fixed the uh, X3, you know. <laughs> Speaking of, um, before we saw Chappie, they had a new trailer for um, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. which, of course, I was like, yay. But then they followed up like a, um, a one after that with, uh, you see the Marvel logo, and I'm like, ooh, is it going to be Ant-Man? No, it's Fantastic Four. And it, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you watch the Age of Ultron, you know, trailer, mm-hmm. And then watch the Fantastic Four. That Fantastic Four movie looks so fucking depressing. Like, there's nothing like this. Humanity needs to... And I'm just going, who the fuck wants to watch a comic book movie with fucking a wannabe Morgan Freeman doing the, the voiceover? <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, this movie looks so fucking depressing. <laughs> it there looks like there's no joy in making this movie whatsoever. Yes. And I'm just like, I, but Dad's like, she, are you going to go see that? I'm like, I'm going to go see it, but I'm not paying to see it. <laughs> so I'm like, Ed and I, are, if we have to, we will buy tickets for another movie and then sneak in. I would rather give my money to Fifty Shades of Grey and then sneak in to see Fantastic Four. Four, right? You know, of course, now yeah, I won't be out by then, but I'll pick some movie. We'll pick one. We'll pick a really crappy movie that you know no one's going to see. Yeah, buy tickets. We're actually getting like a semi popular one so that we no one peeks their head and go. Where there's two guys that bought tickets for the Golden Girls the movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to see that. Don't make fun of that. <laughs> Reboot the Golden Girls as, a, as a, like a comedy. Oh, that'd be great. Actually, kind of wanted to go too. <laughs> Was it comedy? Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't laughing. I, I took it dead serious. You know, I mean, just, you know, you got, you got the right kind of, okay, okay, well, hold on for a second. Now I'm walking down this path. Now my head's spinning. You get, um, um, fuck, Diane Keaton. Yeah. I'm almost like the first wives club. Yeah. Almost. Diane Keaton, Meryl Streep, um, Glenn Close. Uh, you get yourself also like, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. 
Michelle Pfeiffer, there's a good one. You yeah. get yeah. You know, um, but make her make her um, the little granny lady. Well, no, I'm thinking Betty White's still alive. You get her back in that fucking. Yes. Movie. You get her as like as Sophia, the old uh, the, the old, mother. Yeah, the old one. You know that. So you get her, and then you get you know, like I said, like the echelon of the older actresses who you know during like their Oscar winners. I mean, I would. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. You know, but Meryl Streep, Glenn Close, imagine all of them in like a or Sally Field. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, get these women in a good comedy. Like, because they've all got really good acting chops. Yeah. You know, Angelica Houston, is she still alive? Yeah. You know, like, where's she been? How would you like to have Angelica Houston? Take her up. You know, like, be the, be the B. Arthur of the group. You know, the grump. Because she, you know, the Morticia Adams of Golden Girls. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think I just two big production studios copyright. <laughs> Golden Globes, Golden Globes, Golden Girls, the reboot. I'm telling you, it'll work. But I mean, like we'll take a movie that no one that some people might say, yeah, we'll pay for that and we'll sneak in to see Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, you because know? <laughs> I, I am not putting money towards that fucking box office. <laughs> okay, got any other news? Yes, I do actually. Oh, what's up, Ed? What's next? Bank of Canada urges Star Trek fans to stop spocking their fivers. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I was like, oh, that's cute. Apparently, the close resemblance of Sir Wilford Lawyer is on the five, I guess, note. I don't know what I don't yeah, know what they call it. The, the loony. The loony? Is Thank it the you. loony? Yeah. Uh, I thought the loony was a $2 bill. But all right. So, I think that's the name of their, like, their dollar Altogether. Okay, you just Google it. Now you're sitting in front of a computer. So am I. But well, they're calling it, they're calling it its five dollar bill. Okay, so, fiver. Right. But uh, there, yes, yeah, so you you can actually draw it. It's actually now right now on our Facebook page. You know, Geeksters Radio, and check it out. The similarity there. is uncanny. Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, especially if you look at the there's another picture down of the way. Yeah, right? some people do it, and they have. I would say the better the artistic quality of the person drawing it, the better, the more it looks like them. Yeah. <laughs> like I've I seen could, some really good ones. I could, you know, arch some eyebrows and darken it and point in some, you know, I, you know, yeah, obviously I could do it, but it won't look as good as, let's say, you know, like Jim Lee did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're saying that it's not, it's not illegal to it's do it. It's not illegal to draw on your money. It's just, it makes it harder to uh, pass the five, dollar bill around in canada because some people don't think it's real they think it's fake because there's it's not the oh okay the actual... because somebody is looking at it going oh well this is a bad forgery job because the guy looks like spot uh, yeah um I, okay i mean i i, I guess i kind of go all right you guys got a point but in the meantime in the meantime it's like it ain't illegal yeah you know if i give my five dollars to somebody and they don't want to take it i'll just give them a ten like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know, I'm sure there's a bunch of framed fibers in somebody's office. Yes. You know, all right. Okay, here we go. Because of the appearance of the common loon on the back of the dollar coin that was replaced, that replaced the dollar bill in 1987, the word loony was adopted in Canadian parlance to distinguish the Canadian dollar coin from the dollar bill. When the $2 coin was introduced in 1996, the derivative word uh, toony, two loonies, uh, okay. became a common word in it for uh, in it for Canadian English slang. Oh, okay, so so there you go. All right, so there is no nickname for the fiver. They'll <laughs> <laughs> call it the Spocky. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. I Canadian, dollar, <laughs> Canadian dollars are just Canadian dollars. That's a good one. Thanks, Ed. I'm glad you have your approval. <laughs> yeah. right, so what else you got there in the news? Spawn. Todd McFarlane says film reboot is happening. Uh, you know what? I'm okay. I'm all for that. You are for that? I liked Spawn. I mean, I liked the comic book. I didn't think the movie was bad for its time. Right. I mean, yeah, okay, it was kind of not really totally faithful to the comic book. But, you know, during the comic book movie era, I mean, it was, you know, it was around when the first Batman came out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it has its place. Um, you know, and I also, too, I, I heard rumblings that Spawn is making an appearance in... Um, as one of the downloadable contents for the new Mortal Kombat game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm all right. Well, the, the basically, though, it's the, the way this article is posting is the fact is, is that uh, Tom McFarland saying that, of course, DC is owned by Warner Brothers right. and Marvel's now owned by Disney, that they have those two major corporations wrapped up where they're going to be producing those movies other than Fox and Sony right. with the other characters. Yeah, from- but you could get Spawn is a... Um- but not owned by is owned by Todd McFarland. Right, exactly. So for him, he's feeling that somebody's going to be knocking for his door because if it's a, an independent company that wants to produce a franchise, franchise going on and of a, of a uh, comic book movie, superhero movie, that this would be it. So it's not really he's set in stone. He's kind of going, no, no. I, I have an idea for a movie. So anybody come knocking on my door, I'll gladly you know work on it. Right. But I mean, sure, we're not New Line. I mean, okay, let's face it, New Line Cinema, you know, needs a. They're, they just, just ran out of hobbits, mm-hmm. you know. So why not launch their own superhero movie? Or um, I think Dark Horse had a uh, production company, and that might be canceled now because of Disney. But yeah, or even shit, even Disney or Warner Brothers have like Warner Brothers has a legacy. Mm-hmm. So why not get one of their independent, you know, or Miramax? Miramax is owned by I forget who mm-hmm. or Sony. Like it was funny, um, Chappie is a Sony Pictures. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where Chappie, they, they rob a place and they get a whole bunch of PS4s and Chappie's using the, the processors of the PS4 to help create something. I'm going, brilliant marketing. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant marketing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what else you got? Uh, that I was, I forgot to add this one cause I wanted to do it with the, with the five pound. Yeah. Uh, five I, was, I see over your shoulder. I was like, yeah, it would have been a good twofer. Star Trek Online Memorial for Leonard Nimoy, and here it is. It's basically the <laughs> Star Trek Online, as as many people have played. Uh, they I'm have, actually on that. You are? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. It's you free can... to play. I just haven't. I haven't really logged in to look for him. Okay. <laughs> well, he is on Vulcan and Romulus. There's two statues dedicated to Leonard Nimoy that you can go and visit Aww. on this game. So that, you know, it's of... basically what Wild did with, um, with Robin Williams. Yes, Robin Williams is a character, but I, but I think I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's, I'm not slamming the idea. I think it's a great idea. It's a nice little homage. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be immortalized in that game. So even people who don't know who Leonard Nimoy is or who Spock is, you can at least have something to continue. I mean, as far as as long as computer gaming continues on, he'll always be around. You know, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 glad they did it. I really I'm really impressed. Not impressed, but I'm really happy they did it. That he will live on, in, especially in video game form. You know, with Star Trek fans, yeah. and they you know they can visit him anytime. And it's just it's just one of those type of things where he's those icons like we talked about last week on the podcast that you can download on iTunes and or, or <laughs> <with geeks.com. laughs> 
but you know it, he's an icon that you know would just I'm I'm glad that there's more immortalization for him that you know will that be around. Somebody ten years from now will still know who Leonard Nimoy is exactly. because especially if they're a Star Trek fan. Yeah, all right. Got anything else there, Ed? I got plenty. I don't know how many problem oh, you you tell me when to stop. Grab me one more good one. One more good one? Yeah, because we got I don't know if this show. will be a good one, but let's try it out. Oh, okay. That's a perfect one. Make- Ar- actor Harrison Ford injured in a small plane crash in Los Angeles. <laughs> Get off my plane. <laughs> Get off my plane. <laughs> Film star Harrison Ford was injured on Thursday when Star Wars actor crashed in his vintage plane on a large, on a Los Angeles golf course shortly after takeoff from a nearby airport. The single-engine plane clipped a tree and attempted to return to Santa Monica Airport shortly after takeoff, and the pilot was... The pilot being Harrison Ford. Ford, right. <laughs> okay, you make sure everyone knows Harrison Ford. He was alert and ta- talking, uh, but basically, like, after he crashed, he was alert and talking, so he was, you know, okay. Right. You know, but they they, they considered, the, at the time, the injuries being severe. Well, yeah, you fucking antique plane fell out of the sky <laughs> with fucking Han Solo in it. You take that shit seriously. He's... Got two more fucking films to film. Three. <laughs> three. Three, if you want to count Blade Runner 2. Right. You know, after he puts all those in the can, then if his time is meant, I'm okay. But fuck, he's still got two more hand solo missions. <laughs> and a Blade Runner. And then maybe, you know, put him in a cameo in a new Indiana Jones reboot with Chris Pratt. Yeah. You know, like maybe it's like Indiana Jones as an old man. He talks about his old, like an old thing and bang, there's Chris Pratt. Right, right. You know, like, Okay, like, slow down, Harrison. Well, it's insane. He's 72 years old. He like, shouldn't be on fucking planes. I mean, like, <laughs> he shouldn't be piloting them. That's, that's the, my thing. I mean, like, okay, especially... Think, think, thankfully, I don't think they have blinkers, blinkers on them. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> getting late. My mouth English is starting now? to You know, you could have that blinker on for, like, the past four miles. Like, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> Chewie! Why do you think Chewie flies in Lenny Falcon? <laughs> Of course, you know, I, I don't know if you saw a lot of the memes on Facebook. I saw past. a bunch of them. <laughs> I posted I, one. I liked them. <laughs> I, well, I posted one on my page. Is it the one where it's Harrison going, best pilot in the thing? And then there's Lando Carrison. He's like, yeah, but you can't Lando. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah. got to the figure, like, ooh. Yes. Yeah, I posted that one. Too. It was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that one's mine. <laughs> can't Lando. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, thankfully he's, you know, safe and yeah. fine. And, I mean, you could argue the part of, you know, being 70 years old and piloting a pl- an antique plane like that. Because the plane, I, I, it looks like Snoopy shot him out of the sky. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, it looks like a World War One fighter plane. You know, it, World War Two. World yeah. War Two. So, yeah. I'm sorry. It was in the great, one of the great wars. Yeah, it was in the <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like... Yay, he still has it. He can still fly. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, like I don't want to, you know, say, like, you can't do this because it's right. like, you know, if I'm 72 years old and I want to fucking fly a plane, I want to fly... You know, I'm, I'm a fly fucking Harrison Ford. I'm flying a fucking plane. I know <laughs> how. Don't you remember me? I'm the guy who rescued that kid from a fucking helicopter. But, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is what, what would happen if he died? Like, what would, like, especially with all these now coming out, like, Blade Runner 2, two more Star Wars movies. I mean, who knows, like, if he's in those two movies. Right. You know, you know we don't know how far his, his storyline goes, you know. But I say, okay, that's the chance you take. I mean, uh, case in point, Paul Walker. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a career, you gotta know your limits. You know, I mean, Paul Walker shouldn't have gotten in that car. They shouldn't have done the high rate of speed. He probably wouldn't be walking around today to promote Fast and Furious Seven. Harrison Ford, I, I'm gonna say there's a huge difference between that Paul Walker and Harrison Ford. Not saying that Paul Walker is lesser of a person, but in the grand scheme of things of acting and icons, most people will kind of lean towards Harrison Ford mm. of our generation. Anybody probably younger than us would probably be like, no, fucking Paul Walker's awesome. Did you see Brick Mansion? Fucking awesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that. Nobody has said that. Other than the Donnelly Man's words, nobody else has said that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying, regard, uh, we call it Working Girl was one of Harrison Ford's best work or Six Days, Seven Nights. Yeah. You get a couple stinkers, but I think Harrison Ford has been in a few stinkers than Paul Walker has. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I, I think that, you know, you, when you get into a plane or you get into a car, regardless of who you are, you do. It's it's a machine that should be respected. Mm-hmm. A motorcycle, it doesn't matter. I'm, it's not like Harrison doesn't know what he's doing, but I do kind of go, well, maybe she get a little bit more modern planes, right? You know, that's stuffed in bubble wrap. Yeah. You know that you're that's landed. You know, we'll just put a VR helmet on. You can go mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. get out of the way, you damn Nazis. <laughs> snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I hate snakes. <laughs> That's my snip peg Reggie. Jack, Jack, start the plane. Start the engine. Jack, start the plane. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just. Thankfully, he's safe. He's okay. His son did, I think, tweet it with something on the lines of. Um, he's fine. He's 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 exactly how you think he'd be. You know, like <laughs> like he's cool. He's calm. He's you know, it's Harrison. Yeah. You know, it makes for a great story, I guess. You know, I'm sure when he's up and around, people are gonna like when he's promoting Star Wars. Oh, he's gonna get asked about. Yeah, it. Like, like, so what's about that plane? What? I can't understand what you're saying. Can you no. write down your answer? <laughs> no interviewer says that to him. They're like, oh, okay. You're going to give me a million dollars. Okay. He'll get the ghost hunter guys to figure out what he's saying. Air wanted me to get off that plane. <laughs> I mean, you know, I did hear, though, that from the time that it, the plane started to go down mm. to the point where he landed, roughly, mm. he did maneuver through stuff to avoid hurting anybody right because he so, was going through a uh, a small area like a, a residential area right so he kind of went hey where can i land this thing you know yeah i can be an inconvenience to rich white people <laughs> <laughs> hey i see a, I see there's a, a golf, doctor over there i see a golf course i'm going in i thought there's gonna be a doctor there <laughs> yeah help me, help me out a doctor and a lawyer to make sure i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can get a hole in one with this fucker. Well, so um, um, you know, our best wishes go out to Harrison. Yes, you know, feel better because we know he's a fan. He listens <laughs> every week religiously. I want to see if they mention my name. Oh, I love you guys. I love Sean's way. He says, "Get off my plane." <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh thanks for listening folks this we got our sea legs back we'll be, you know i mean unless the weather decides to take a severe right turn again next it better week. fucking not man it's you know? come on it's march give us hope you know um we'll be back next week yes Yay. in some shape or form uh in the meantime 
You can listen to us next week live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. But if you want to relive this fine moment, you can go to WordsWithGeeks.com or iTunes and download three easy bite-sized pieces for you to, to redigest. Or you can go to Facebook at Geekstress Radios. Like us there. Go, put, go to the About section and find all the other fine places you can download the show. Or if you like Twitter, you can follow us at Geeksters. Or on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. But if you want to contact Sean and anything we've talked about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed with anything you've seen. I mean, I mean, Ed, Ed, well, I think it's here on email. <laughs> if you want to contact Ed with anything you've heard or seen, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact me, you can get me at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. Waka waka. You know, I, I, all this time, I always keep fronting, like, people probably don't know how to spell my name. That's right. You know, maybe that's reason why I don't get emails. <laughs> Everyone's typing in S-E-A. They're all getting kicked back. Somewhere there's a scene at wordsweekgeeks.com getting a flood t- fuck ton of, of emails going, I've never once said anything about my little pony body bags. <laughs> <laughs> Not once <laughs> did I ever talk about goodbye horses. Never. <laughs> Not once did someone say I do a shitty Stallone. <laughs> In fact, I don't even know who he is. So let us spell it for you now. It's S-H-A-W-N. At, at wordsforgeeks.com. All right. So, kids, we'll see you next week. Bye. Toodles. And we're back, folks. Yay. Hey, how you doing all? Hope you enjoyed that fine program. Yes, it was very educational. <laughs> sure, if you're interested in the net neutrality yeah. thing. I thought, I thought it was a very good article, Ed, and I thought, I want to commend you. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not joking or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. I thought it was actually a good, it was a decent article that was informative, brought good discussion. Mm. We learned a few things. You know, yeah. You, sh- you outshined everybody else at that moment, Ed. Wow. I want to say, <laughs> not enough room for this for me and my ego. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as promised, yes, we will go through our Oscar picks. Now, how do you want to do this? Do you just want to go through each, uh, like, because you know, I mean, okay. Out of how many, I got nine picks right. I got nine that. as well. Okay, so we tied. We tied. Now, do you just want to kind of go as a tie and just leave it at that? Or do you need to be there? Can be only one, <laughs> you know. You know, it's it, 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 I I want to be there. Can only be one, but I'm afraid that like whatever I pick wasn't the like right picks. <laughs> well, to we be need to pick. A, we need what would be the tiebreaker though? Mm. Like, I mean, you don't go looking through going. Oh, mm-hmm. I want it to be art director because I know I got that right. Like, <laughs> like, um, I, hmm. like I don't, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I guess we should do like maybe like a, a documentary short, okay? Because that's a far fetched one. See if you know who got that one. <laughs> okay, you know I don't know. All right, okay, all right, okay. So I'll go through the list and then we'll say who won and who'd you pick. Yes. Okay. So you want to go? We'll go right off the bat. Let's let's not very lead. Best picture of the year. Of course, the winner was Birdman, The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Right, which I was kind of surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, now I didn't pick that one. I did pick The Theory of Everything. Cause uh, I thought it was guilt movie that would have won. And- you went. So what was your what was your mentality going in? Because I kind of went with my gut. 
but you but I also did apply my rule of in order to win an Oscar, you have to deform your body yeah. or you have to do something out of character. Like, yeah. like I said, like Jared Leto won last year for wearing a dress. Yes. I'm not saying not to discount his performance, mm. but I feel like it got more spotlight because he wore a dress. Yeah. You know, so you went with... I went with the, with the guilt factor. So that's okay. why I figured deformed body, fear of everything would have been the obvious choice. I, but uh, I was that wrong. Would be a good book. I picked the imitation game because I, really, I, I did see Birdman and mm. I liked it, but I really wanted... It was more of a personal. I wanted an imitation game to win mm-hmm. because of the story. But okay, so we both got that wrong. Performance by an actor in a leading role. Now, okay. The winner was Eddie Redmore for Eddie Red. Well, sorry, Eddie Redmayne. Thank you for the theory of everything. I did not pick that. Okay, now okay, I did, neither did I. I picked Benedict Cumberbatch. That's who I picked as well. Okay, now with your theory, yes. Like if you figure like why did you not pick him for best actor if you thought the theory really like a guilt movie? Well, the thing is is that like out of all these actors, probably to me the the best actor out of all of them would be Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, like yeah, just, he's awesome. Yeah, he's so awesome. it's so it's one of those type of things where I kind of went with that. I mean, I should have went with the guilt factor, but I, I got to be honest, out of the people that were involved, Steve Carell, Bradley Cooper, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Michael Keaton, Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Ren- Redmayne is not a guy who I know, right? So I kind of like not that, that was I'm, the other thing too. It's like it's like an unknown actor. I mean, it would have been a first shot. Like, oh great, you know, you 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 had your first Oscar nod, but you know, the win right. would be the left tougher. Well, see, I kind of went with okay, Michael Keaton. He's Batman. Always liked him. Mm-hmm. I really wanted him to win. Just you know, even though I didn't pick him, I would. It would have been like a yeah, all right, Batman justified. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch because I I love him and I thought he was fantastic in vacation. Bradley Cooper, I, even though I did not like his character, mm-hmm. hometown boy, got a roof of the hometown team. Yes. Uh, Steve Carell, not really a huge... I, I didn't see Foxcaster. Mm-hmm. To me, he wore a rubber nose, so that right away is close Oscar contention. Yes. But, you know, for me, it's more like I've seen... I've laughed at his stuff, so I, I find, like, it's one of those, like, yay, like, those personal moments where you just kind of, like... He wins is a win for me. Yes. So the guy, I'm like, all right, you know what? Eddie wins. I'm like, all right. He, he did kind of go above and beyond the call of duty yes. for, as an actor. All right. So uh, now supporting for a uh, supporting role in a, a best actor or actor is uh, the winner was J.K. Simmings. I did not pick him. I did pick him. Okay. <laughs> um, I picked him solely on the fact that he won the Golden Globe. Ah, okay. To me, this was one of those things like sometimes the Golden Globe helps determine how the Oscar's going to go mm. sometimes. Mm. So, plus, it's J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah. Everybody else, I mean, as much as I like him, mean, I thought Edward Norton was great, but I didn't, you know, you know, it would be great. Like, hey, the Hulk won an Oscar. That's how that's, awesome is That's that? why I picked Mark Ruffalo, so I was kind of like hoping the yeah, Hulk you, would win. The whole, well, you had two Hulks in contention, Ed Norton and Mark Ruffalo. Right. I went with uh, J. Jonah Jameson. I went Marvel. Right. <laughs> I went Marvel, J. Jonah Jameson. All right, so uh, actress performance in a leading role for an actress. I picked uh, Julianne Moore, which was the winner. I did not. I picked Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl because I thought she was scary. I never. She's the only one on that list of the movies that I've seen. I didn't see any of the other movies, mm-hmm. and Rosamund, I kind of had a bit of a thing for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so, performance in an, by an actress in a supporting role. I picked Patricia Carquette, who was the winner. I did not. I went with Emma Stone because I thought her performance at Birdman was superb. Mm-hmm. I, Patricia Arquette, I gotta be honest, wasn't even the contender. Like when I saw this, I was like, Pfft. she's now on CSI, you know, 
cyber. Now, here, here's, the, here's the sidebar. I would have throw out there real quick is the fact is, is that I haven't seen any of these films. Right. This is all a guess to me. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've seen a couple of these movies before and one after. Yeah. So like that, I saw yeah. Whiplash after because yeah. you know, obviously him winning the Oscar was maybe more. Inclined to see it. Yeah. And it, like I said, it, he deserved that Oscar. Yes. And so I'm not saying that, you know, like I'm not saying Patricia Arquette doesn't deserve it, but. Patricia Arquette was the medium, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, and now she's on CSI Cyber. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Next, so, next is the best animated feature film. Okay. I picked the winner, which was Big Hero 6. I did not. I went with the tale of Princess Kyogi. I, I figured, I, you know. You know, if I, I, it's, it's, it's a guarantee. This, you, know, you have your theory about, you know. The, I think the Pixar figure. always wins. But Disney will always win in the Academy Awards. They've won every Academy Award, especially in the last. Yeah, but the Disney. So many see, years. See, I'm, I'm going to say to me, Big Hero Six is a Disney movie, but it's not a Pixar movie. Yeah, but Pixar is now owned by Disney again. So, so when, okay, that's why I was kind of curious because I did see the guy. You know what? All right, now because Pixar did go up by themselves, they were their right, own entity, and they but, started winning a bunch of Oscars. Yeah, and yeah. Disney was like, you know what? I think we'll buy you. Yeah, we'll take you back. Okay, so that kind of makes more sense why John Lasseter. I saw him like. It, like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, yes, because he's the the guy at Pixar. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that Disney bought Pixar. If I knew that, I would have went Big Hero Six. Yeah. I would have, but I went with the the Japanese one. <sighs> Achievement in cinematography, and I picked the winner again, which was Birdman the or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. That is the one I picked too. Now, did you pick it because of my talking about it? Well, the, the other choices, were, of course, were The Grand Budapest Hotel, Ida, Mr. Turner, and Unbroken. And all those films, uh, well, yeah, basically what you were saying about the whole... Yeah, that camera just feels like it's nonstop stop, moving. Right. So that was one thing. And then the other ones, I'm thinking, I don't see them yeah. close to you know being you know a pick. Ooh, so. all right. Next is uh, Achievement in Costume Design. Now I picked the winner again. It was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow! So far you've been I've, you've been right more than I have so far. <laughs> so far, which is probably where you fall apart at the end, and I picked up. Yes, because as of right now, I'm only looking at uh, one winner, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going. I got this one. No, I got I'm up to five one. already. Yes. Yeah. So I, I guess Sean comes back up and ties it at the end. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, of course, the next is a team. Well, hold on. I'm sorry. Who did you pick for what you picked Grand Budapest Hotel yeah, and which you was won. Winner, right? yeah. I went Maleficent. Ah. Uh, that was my pick because Angie. Yes. You know. Which, you know, which I, you know, that was actually my first gut like instinct to do because uh-huh. the way the, the, the makeup was and it was was great. I don't but, care. Cheekbones and ear pointed ears, I still wanted the banger. <laughs> but costume design is a lot of like colors yeah. and designs and stuff and Grand like Budapest, that. When I start some seeing scenes from it, I yeah. was like that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it looked like a comedy too. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. So best is achievement for directing. Yes. Now the winner was Birdman and I did not pick that this time. That is the one I got. All right. Bing. Finally. Now I picked fi- uh, Foxcatcher. Okay. I went with kind of like a hometown type of idea. I, I got you. Yeah. But... Well, the options were Birdman, Boyhood, Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, and the Invitation Game. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I went with Birdman. I, just I felt like I don't know why I guess because I, out of those movies I felt like he'll probably get that one you know it's okay okay so I now have at this point one two I have three yeah, I'm still at the five yeah it's just, people are going oh Sean's catching up 
Okay, best documentary feature. Now, the winner was Citizen Four, which I did not pick. I did. Ah. Oh. This is actually airing on HBO, by the way. I know. <laughs> okay. Because I'm not soon after, like, I was like, Citizen Four won. Now, the reason why I picked it, I don't know. Something about it made it just felt very, uh, like, uh, I couldn't describe it. Just, to me, at the time when I started Citizen Four, I thought, like, wartime or, mm. or something very, you know, then when I found that it's about the NSA leak, you know, the, the spying, mm. I was like, oh. You know, because I saw it on HBO, and I was like, let me watch this. Oh, so that's what it's about. Okay. Now, of course, granted, I didn't see any of these, so I went with the guilt factor, so I thought the last days of Vietnam would have been a, a guilt That, that probably would have been, I think, but something more even, I think, I would have picked that one, but something about Citizen 4 just popped out to me, mm-hmm. and knowing that it's government betrayal always would trump guilt, Yes, I think, you know, especially when it's in a documentary, but, you know, so, all right. What do you got for best short for best subject. source subject, of course, the crisis hotline, Veterans One, Press One, is the winner. Bing! But you won, and I did not. I picked White Earth. White Earth. Yes. So yeah, I thought that would have been a guilt film, but... A crisis hotline, Veterans yeah. Press One. That, yes. to me, just screamed. Disabled Vets, hotline, bang. You're like, hmm, talk about guilt. So I was like, yeah. When I, when I came up, I was like, all right, I'm picking up speed. Like... <laughs> Tell me you have now so far. Uh, right now, I'm looking at one, two, three, four. Okay. I'm so I'm five. Right. So right now, I'm one behind you. Yes. All right. So now, achievement in film editing. Now, um, oh yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry because it's, it's two things. About I'm right. confused. The winner was Whiplash, I which pick I picked that one. You picked that one. Yes. So oh, so that's how you got six, and I'm sitting at four. All right. I picked Boyhood. Because I thought the idea, because that boyhood is supposed to be taking place over 12 years of an actual people's lives, mm-hmm. and that Richard Linklater, you know, he, all these actors, Patricia Arquette, I think, yeah, because Patricia Arquette, Ethan Hawke, and the kid, you know, like, you had to make time to schedule that in the course of a life for 12 mm-hmm. years. There's no special effects done in that movie other than the actual aging process. Right. So I was like, wow, to edit that into a cohesive film had to be, like, almost a spark of madness or genius mm-hmm. but I was like now nah, whiplash all right which I gotta be honest I saw it I was like I didn't see you know like the editing was felt to me like a normal editing job well that's the thing I mean this this is one of those categories it's just like I think it's like hit and miss like type of thing like like you could have the perfect edited movie and, and lose you know like which I think probably Birdman should have been in here yeah you know what you're right Birdman should have been in there I'm surprised that wasn't nominated because you never once saw a cut of like of from one scene transition right, to another. Right, they go to fade black and then no, the next scene. No, it was or... always moving, which is probably the reason why I went for cinematography, mm-hmm. which I don't think we've gotten to yet. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did? Yes. Okay. Because I picked that one. That was the one I picked, and you said... Oh, okay. No, we did not get to that yet. Okay. No, we got directing. Oh, di- I'm sorry. We did not get to cinematography, because I'll tell you a little thing about the cinematography when we get there. Okay. All right. Best so, foreign language film. What you pick? I well, of course, the Ida Poland was the one. Ida from Poland? Yes, that's the one I picked. That's what, not what, what I did. What? What? So now it's six to five, I think, at this yeah. point. All right, yeah, I picked uh, Ida. Who would you pick? I picked Wild Tales Argentina, but uh-huh. you know, it's a hit or miss. Right? I, it's you, you. You can't say I for sure. I've never seen any of those, obviously, because I'm just like oh, Ida looks like a good one. Plus, it was also the first on the list. I was like, let me circle that one. <laughs> 
All right, so now achievement in makeup, makeup and hairstyling. Styling. Again, this one's another hit and miss. Right, and the, the winner was Foxcatcher. The fake news, actually. No, it, wasn't. it was Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the one I picked. <laughs> I'm, I'm confusing them because I circled the ones that win and checked check the ones that I picked. Okay. So, yes, the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I should have picked because, again, that's... A, if you got makeup and hair, you know, if you got the costume, costume design, design, yeah. I mean, Foxcatcher comes down to a bunch of rubber noses. Yes. I, I picked Guardians of the Galaxy because the person did create a whole new world. Literally took stuff off of a page and made it created into a real breathing entity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. I guess I think just I just fully believe that the Oscars have something against the Academy has something against superhero movies. Honestly, I do. I do it. I do. I, well, I'm, I'm surprised a lot of some movies have not been picked because they're superhero movies. I thought yeah. Captain America was one of the best films right. last year. That was a great kind of political intrigues. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be a Captain America story in order for it to be a good movie. Yes, like you could have just had regular spies in it, and it would have been great. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, so, okay, Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Picture, basically original score. All right, and the winner was the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I did, I did not pick. I did not pick. I picked Interstellar. So did I. Yeah. All right, so uh, Achievement in Music, original song. The winner was... <laughs> that was that. <laughs> <laughs> the winner was Glory by Sel- with, uh, the movie... Selma. Selma, yes. Basically, it's the story of Martin Luther King's walk in Selma, right. which if I would have known that, I probably would have picked it, but I didn't. I went with Everything is Awesome. I picked it. You picked Selma? Yes, I did. Look at you. So you're at seven and I'm at five? I think. Don't go. Just, you know. <laughs> it's counting. He's like, eight. Eight. Oh. Okay, this is where you start seeing me. No, seven. I'm sorry. Seven. Okay. Seven. Right. Yeah, seven. I just, I didn't, I went with everything is awesome. I didn't know. But then seeing the performance, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's one of those, like, hey, let's feel good about ourselves, you know. Plus, also, I just found out, too, this is the 50th anniversary of that walk. Ah, okay. So I'm like, oh, there you go, guilt. Yeah. You know. Achievement in it, production design. And the winner was the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I picked. So I this, did not pick. Ah. I picked Into the Woods. The whole Disney musical yeah. based on the play. So this is where you die. That's it. You're done. You're out of the game. <laughs> Actually, with I, got, I got one more. I got one more. So you have eight then. Yes, this is the eight moment. now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah. I. Oof. All right. So now, best animated short film. The winner was Feast. Again, these are these are stuff that. You, unless you've seen these things, you wouldn't. Really I did know. not pick it either. I picked me and my Moltop. Now, if I had known, if I have seen Big Hero Six mm-hmm. before I did this ballot, I would have picked Feast because Feast is the animated short film that accompanies the movie. Ah, okay. and it's about a little dog. Okay. It's a cute little puppy, and the, and the owner. It's a cute film. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a cute animation thing. But no, no sound really. Mm-hmm. It's all done visually, obviously. Right. And it's set in like this kind of cell like mentality where guy pick, gets a puppy, starts feeding it everything possible, like pizza, meatballs, whatever, whatever, and dog food and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's going through this whole like gorge of food from left and right. But then this guy meets a girl, and they kind of fall in love and she's a waitress and she's getting this guy to eat healthier, mm. which means the dog is eating healthier. So the dog doesn't like her. <laughs> oh, I did see that short. Oh, you did? I think I saw it online somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really and, good. And then at the very end, you know, the guy's like back being on the sofa and he kind of gets the two of them back together. Right. You know, I'm like, all right. You know, and, then they, and then they get the kid and then the kid's throwing yeah. the meatballs. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm great. like, if I would have known, it, you know, if I would have known it was done by the same people who did Big Hero 6, I would have been like, fuck oh, 
I picked the single life, so I was yeah. I did not get that one. So you and I are both losers in that one. Yes. Best live action short film. The winner was the phone call. Yeah, I didn't. Nope. I picked butter lamp. That's the one I picked. <laughs> I figured with the all foreign, the funny language, right, yeah. foreign language, la lampe un berry de yak. Yes. Which somehow those one, two, three, four, those five, six words in English is two words. <laughs> butter lamp. So all right. So yeah, it was the phone call. Okay, now best achievement in sound editing. The winner was American Sniper. I did not pick that. I one. did not pick that either. I picked Interstellar. That's what I picked. <laughs> That's why I figure space movie. Yeah, right. and I mean based on the commercials that I've seen, you <laughs> yeah, know, you're this, thinking. Yeah. yeah. That same way achievement in sound mixing. The winner was Whiplash, which, you know, it's basically you think that would be the the obvious choice, which I did not pick. I did pick that ah. one. I got that one cuz I was like, you know what, the whole drumming thing, I think that's going to be a Yeah, I think that's going to be the winner. I picked Interstellar. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could see that because you're creating sounds, but you're mixing. Yeah, I get well, it. I think editing and sound mixing, I think yeah. it would go hand in hand. So sure. if that one won, the other one would as well. I could see that, definitely. Achievement in visual effects. Now, this one I thought was going to be, to me, this was a, it was a flip of a coin. Right. And, I, and the winner, of course, was Interstellar. Right. I, I, did picked, not, I, I picked Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not pick Guardians of the Galaxy or Interstellar. I picked Dawn of the Planet Apes because of... Uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Oh, um, God damn it. Eddie did that to me. Any circus. <laughs> Any circus. Especially the way he makes expressions with the face, with, he, the, with, the, he, with the apes and all. I thought he that needs would... to win an Oscar, and he, I get a feeling the only way he's going to win an Oscar if, if a movie for visual effects has his name in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only... I don't think the Academy's ever going to acknowledge him or the work that he does as a viable acting gig, right. which I think is a shame and a, and a ripoff. But I picked I picked Guardians of the Galaxy because again, you know that scene where they're coming up, you know the whole everything out in space just looked awesome. Yeah. But and I figured, okay, well Interstellar obviously because again same theory just without Marvel characters. Exactly. All right. Adapted so, screenplay is next. Uh huh. The winner was the Imitation Game. I got that one. That's what I got. Yes, that was your last one. That's my last one. So that makes it makes it nine to eight then. Yes. Because there's only one more category left. Original screenplay. Which the winner was Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Innocence. I did not pick that. What did you pick? I picked Foxcatcher. I picked The Birdman. Ah. I picked Birdman. I thought, like, all right, you know what? So there's there's the winner. Now, if, if we were going by based what we were talking about, the I thing was I said been... documentary shirt, which you've got, which was The White Earth. No, it wasn't the one. It was. It was. We call it the. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, that's the one. I. That's the one I picked. It didn't win. Right. It was the crisis. Crisis. Yeah. So, so based I on the tiebreaker, you won. Uh huh. Congratulations. What? <laughs> like you're both gonna. Yeah, you both tied. You both won nothing. <laughs> or bragging rights. What? <laughs> Take the most obscure thing, and I picked it right. What? Out <laughs> <laughs> of luck. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was luck. Yeah. You know. So that's the way it goes. So, but that's uh, that's our Oscar picks. I hoped uh, some people did better, win money off of it. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, like some. Um, yeah, I just next year maybe we'll, we'll we'll do it differently or the same. We'll just but maybe we'll do it live on air. Or maybe we'll get Eric involved. Or yeah. Some, maybe we'll get a phoner in. Maybe Sipano want to join us. 
you know, I think I, I, I always wanted to kind of maybe do a group thing and get like a bunch of people I, together. I definitely would just, sit there and say, hey, look, you know, maybe next year what we'll do is we'll we'll ask these our audience. Yeah. Kind of, hey, look, here, this is where you get the, the ballot. You don't have to mail us a ballot or anything like that. Email us your picks. Yeah. And we'll fill it out for you or we'll just kind of compare them all out there. You'll get a no prize because we're not going to, you know, it's more bragging rights. <laughs> yes. So like whoever will, and then we'll determine like, like, okay, if there's a tie, this is the the tiebreaker, Baker, right? You know, beforehand, so that way, you know, beat the geeks at the Oscars. Hey, oh, look at you, <laughs> Oscar picks beat the geekers, geekers, <laughs> geekers. Haha. <laughs> Tell it's time to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, again, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this fine program. And in the meantime, if you want to catch us live, you can so on Sunday nights from six to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget to go to Facebook, like our Geeksters page. Geeksters Radio. And hit like. <laughs> tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And in the meantime, if you want to download this podcast, if you want to re-download this fine podcast, or tell your friend when to download it, hit the About button on the Facebook page, or go to WordsWithGeeks.com or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing, but you know that. If you paid to download this episode, someone's ripping you off. Somebody's ripping you off. Because it ain't us. Because we do this shit for free. <laughs> you know? So we're just letting you know that if you said, I paid 99 cents for this, you better hunt that person down and break some legs. Yeah. Because you know, it wasn't us. <laughs> you know, so you can tell your friends like, who are going, I'm not paying 99 cents for that. You don't have to. It's free. <laughs> free. Don't get nothing better than free. Free food tastes twice as good. Free sex t- feels twice as better. <laughs> yeah. You know? Free naps. When you get a nap in, that's like free sleep. Don't naps feel great? Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Free, laughter, always free. It, you, you can't overdose, and the refills are for free. Oh. That was from Rob Polson's. Uh, his, he does a podcast. Rob Polson's the voice of Pinky. Yeah. Yakko. He does a, a podcast, and he that's how he ends the show. He's like, just remember, laughter, you can't overdose, and the refills are free. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that is so sappy. <laughs> but in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed the program, like I said, and we'll see you next week. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, you can contact Sean at WordsWithGeeks. Let me try it again. Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com, and that's S-H-A. W-N? Did you spell my name? It's late. It's the way it, Sean is spelled the way it sounds. <laughs> S-H-A-W-N at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we will see you next week, people. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.